0: Well, as I said earlier, good afternoon. It's really good to see so many faces, so many visitors, uh, so many f- friends that uh, we just get to see on special occasions. So it's, it's really good that you're here with us. And thank you for coming here with us. This uh, service, Steve asked us to do in our praise and worship style. And so for those of you that haven't been here for this, we, we do a, a shortened message at the beginning. A devotional message if you will Um, and then it is normally tied to a specific song that we're we're hoping that you guys will will learn and and sing with us and so that's what I brought to you today a very small message but I hope it's with a big impact and oftentimes small messages can have big impacts can't they you know we have uh, the rise of social media anybody on Twitter You know, Twitter, there's a few tweeters in here. You know, very small messages. I I know they've expanded over the years, but designed to have kind of maximum impact. Well, there was a small statement said by an author that I I like very much, and i probably quoted him before. Um, And you may have heard this quote before. His name was C.S. Lewis. And he compared being a Christian to being a freedom fighter, in occupied territory. He said this in his book, Mere Christianity. Christianity agrees with dualism, and that's kind of part of a larger concept that he has in the book. But he says, this universe is at war. But it does not think this war is between independent powers. It thinks it's a civil war, a rebellion, and that we are living in part, in the part of the universe occupied by the rebel. Enemy-occupied territory. That is what this world is. Christianity is the story of how the rightful king has landed. You might say landed in disguise and is calling us to take part in a great campaign of sabotage. When you go to church, you're really listening in. You're listening in to the secret wireless from our friends. And that's why the enemy is so anxious to prevent us from going. A lot of really neat concepts in there, isn't it? and he's drawing on the comparison between the rebel fighters, the the resistance in, in occupied Europe during World War II and that they would tune in to the BBC and get their secret messages and their instructions on what to do. And I think in many ways he's right. We are in enemy occupied territory, aren't we? We look at the world and it's vastly different from five years ago and vastly different from ten years ago and 20, and 30 years ago. We are in that occupied territory. Except I would disagree with him on one point. The king has not yet landed. He's not yet arrived. He did come once, but he hasn't come with his armies. Not yet. But he has done something else. He has sent ambassadors. He has sent us. As ambassadors, as the Apostle Paul made clear to us in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20, speaking of himself firstly, but now also of us. He says, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. And we're pleading to the world, right? On Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We are this these ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors to this world from its rightful king. In this rebel-held territory, we are sent to plead with the rebels and those under their control to lay down their arms and surrender to their rightful and true King and Savior. And as ambassadors For Christ, I propose that we disavow all allegiance to any other potentate, any other foreign power. And as ambassadors, we should not engage in the politics of this world. And that's hard. That is very hard. Especially if you're on social media. You're bombarded every day, aren't you, with all the different comments depending on your political point of view, and designed just to get you riled up just enough and riled up against somebody else, whoever that may be. But we are supposed to be ambassadors. And Think about that for a second. When an ambassador is sent from the United States and they go to Peru or uh, Venezuela, probably no ambassadors there right now, they don't engage right, in the politics of that community because if they did they couldn't carry the message of the United States so we too are ambassadors and Paul continues with this concept in Second Corinthians moving into chapter 6 as he lays it out for us what we are called to do as ambassadors here's our instructions we then as workers together with him also plead with you Or the world not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you. And in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We give no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed. But in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God in much patience, in tribulations, in in deeds, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fasting, by purity, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as known as well as Uh, As unknown as well as known. As dying and behold we live. As chastened and yet not killed. As sorrowful. Yet always rejoicing. As poor. Yet making many rich. As having nothing. Yet possessing all things. Easy task to follow isn't it? That's quite a list. That's quite a list. And as I was thinking about this. You know I was thinking about myself. And what i have said at times what i have said at work maybe i've even said at the pulpit what i've even you know communicated to people in my neighborhood or in the world and i have not been an ambassador i've maybe given my opinion and my politics and my view of the world you know one of the things i used to say was that i prefer the republican form of corruption over that of the democratic Right, and I'm making a joke. I'm saying that they're both just as bad as each other, right? No, I should not say that. I chastised myself this morning. I am not going to say that anymore. Because I prefer the kingdom of Jesus Christ. On this earth. Unifying all people. All people, like I talked about on Sabbath. Going to that Mount Zion. That new Jerusalem. And that's what we look for as ambassadors for Christ this is our Constitution this is our party affiliation this is our ministry that we should preach Jesus Christ in these rebel held territories that's our goal and we should do it until the very last trumpet blast until we can't do it anymore in Revelation chapter 11 verse 15 It's a beautiful passage. What we are all looking for. And it says, Then the seventh angel sounded, sounded their trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever. Just a beautiful passage, right? We know it from Handel's Messiah. Just overwhelms our minds and the image in our minds that finally, finally, His kingdom is here. It says, And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is, the one who was, and the one who is to come, because you have taken your great power and have reigned. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets. And the saints. That's us. The ambassadors. And those who fear your name. Small and great. And you should destroy those who destroy the earth. And then the temple of God was open in heaven. And the ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. And there were lightnings and noises and thunderings. And an earthquake and great hail. Just like we talked about on Sabbath. Right? Those thunderings. Rattling the very bones. This is what we look for. When we'll no longer be living. In enemy occupied territory. But living in the kingdom of God. Restored to this earth. As he wanted all along. When Jesus is king of the whole earth. But until then. Until that time. Until we hear that last trumpet blast. We have to live as ambassadors. Neutral. In every way. To the workings of this world. But instead living. As partisans of Christ. You ever heard of that phrase? Partisans of Christ. Anybody heard of that before? Otherwise known as Christians. Because that's what the Romans called the early church. Partisans for Christ. That's our political affiliation. Enduring hardship. Trials. Poverty. Persecution. Stripes and imprisonments as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as Paul said. The song that we're going to sing for you now is called Raise a Hallelujah. And it carries with it a message that we should do this in occupied territory. That we should do this in the face of the enemy. That we should raise a hallelujah. It's part of our job as the ambassador for Christ. We are ambassadors for him. Announcing, as the song will say, the king is alive.
1: a little higher. i yeah. yeah.